your host of the She Needs Grit podcast, and I am really, really pumped up for what I have in store for you this year. We are going to be diving into some amazing entrepreneurial stories. We're going to be talking all about how you can build your business, how you can have a business that supports the exact ideal dream life you're trying to create for yourself and your family, and how you can do it while you make buckets of money. So settle in, buckle up, get some caffeine, and let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Sam Varner, and you are listening to the She Needs Grit podcast. Today, I have a little treat in store for you. I was chatting with my podcast editor, and we like to kind of keep track of what different podcasts we are missing, what topics are have we been kind of skipping accidentally, and so today she told me one of the things that we're missing is a little bit more of your personal life. So I thought I would do a little bit of uh, welcome if you are new to the listening to the podcast and new to myself, Sam the Profit Coach, then I wanted to give you a little rundown as to who I am and what I've been doing. And for those of you that have been around for a long time, I want to share some of the things that maybe you don't know about me. So buckle up. Let's get started. We're going to talk a little bit about who I am, the business I've built, and some of the details surrounding that. Okay, first and foremost, um, probably most of you know this, but I am a Canadian. I grew up in the Rocky Mountains in Alberta, so very different than the climate I am currently living in in Texas. And, you know, I get asked all the time, do you miss the mountains? Do you miss the seasons? Do you miss the winter? And I do but I am willing to believe that that is probably like rose-colored glasses, right? There's something about winter in Alberta that means shoveling your driveway, plugging your car in. Yeah, block heaters to plug your car in so it doesn't freeze. Um, The nose hairs, literally being frozen in your nose. All of those sorts of things, I don't miss. I do miss things like the fresh, crisp snow, when you go outside and it is so quiet because everything is buffered by the snow, that is pretty fantastic. So I do miss that. Um, I miss my family. Most of my family lives in Alberta still. I have one sister who is living in Ontario, Canada, but the vast majority of my family lives in Alberta still. And so I do miss that. I miss um the availability of just getting to hang out, right? I have a lot of nieces and nephews and I am missing the opportunity to get to see them grow day in, day out. But we do a concentrated effort of trying to get together really regularly. And I am so grateful for everybody who comes down to Texas to visit us on the regular. So via, how did I get to Texas, right? How did I, what was my travel? to get here because you know what the last place I lived before Texas was Perth Australia yeah I know crazy right so 
you may or may not know, my husband is in oil and gas. And so what that means is he started with a company in Calgary, Alberta, and then got jo a job offer in Australia, which of course, who doesn't want to live in Australia? We obviously did. So we packed up our little family at that point. Only two out of the four of my kids were born and we headed to Perth, Australia, which if you don't know, is on the far west coast of Australia, um, closer to Bali than it is to Sydney, but it is a stunning, stunning city. It is, I would say, a small town city. It's not a huge metropolis, but it is fantastic. It has got some of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen. It had some of the best expat population I have ever had the privilege to know and to love. I made some exceptionally good friends when I was in Australia that were from Australia and all over the world. So we were there for just shy of three years and then we moved to Texas. And moving to Texas, we had four kids. So yep, you guessed it, two of the boys were born in Australia. And that was, you can imagine, my, my boys are very close together. So Marcus is 20 months older than James. James is 18 months older than Harrison. So they're tight. They're really tight. At one point, we had three boys in diapers all at the same time. You can imagine the assembly line of that in my day. That's the, the way back it feels like now. So we moved from Australia to Texas. And I was and had every intention of going back into a corporate job when we were in Australia. I was in financial planning and estate planning in Canada and requalified to do that when I was in Australia because I loved it. I loved interacting with clients. I loved helping them figure out how to manage their business, manage their finances, manage all of that stuff that was going to help their personal lives. And then we moved to Texas. So those Canadian and Australian qualifications were no longer valid. And what that meant is I had a choice to make. Now, I also had at that point when we moved, um, we landed in Houston and Harrison was only eight weeks old. So I had a little baby and a slightly bigger baby and a toddler and a kindergartner. So it took us a little while. First off, we had to wait for all of our stuff to come by boat. So that's a 12-week window where you wait for your shipment. So we lived in a furnished apartment with four kids, most of whom didn't believe in sleeping for 12 weeks. You guys can imagine. And got situated. So it took me a little while to get everything kind of sorted and situated. And then I started thinking about how could I possibly go back to work here? My husband's visa wasn't going to allow for that right away. So what other ways could I do things? And I started doing coaching, financial coaching for individuals. So I wasn't helping them with their, their portfolios and investments and stocks and that sort of thing. I wasn't selling products, but I was coaching people on how to better manage their money in their business, or not in their business, but in their personal lives. And what was really funny is that most of the people that came to me were interested in their business finances. So as a business owner, this is a great lesson. You want to be paying attention to what are people actually needing from you? It may look slightly different than what you anticipated providing, but there's something about following the breadcrumbs of what's laid out in front of you 
that you need to be aware of and willing to pivot. You need to also evaluate whether it's the right thing for you, but in this case, it definitely was. So it was at that point that the profit coaching side of this business really kicked off. And you guys, it is like 58 months I've been in business now. And it felt, you know, reasonable to do it in months, given the fact that we're talking about my kids being little. And, you know, you remember when you used to say they were 27 months old and we always had to figure out what, what that was. So my business is just shy of five years old. And it has been absolutely a blessing in my life. It has created for me huge amounts of creative outlet. It has created some of the best relationships that I can ever have asked for. It has allowed me to expand my knowledge base and my understanding of business. And people have trusted me with their most, I don't know, their biggest concerns and their fears and the shame they have around their business. And they've celebrated their biggest wins in business with me. And I am going to be eternally grateful for every single client who has ever crossed my path, whether it's uh, just a consult or whether it's actually sit down, get your hands dirty and let's grow my business. It has been fantastic. And I look forward to just what the next five years can include in my business. So there we are. We're in Houston. I start generally coaching some people about money and business owners show up. And so I start coaching them all about profit. And it took a little while, guys. I had to figure out like this crush formula that I talk about all the time, that didn't just come to me the second I started doing this. This was a very slow and long process of me figuring out what was going to be the way I spoke about what I believe in business. How did I encourage people to follow a procedure and do it a certain way and build their business with something that was measurable and trackable and kept them accountable. And all of these things continue to happen in my business. There is never a time where I just am like, okay, we're here, or at least I certainly haven't, haven't experienced this yet, where I'm done, right? There's no more iterations of things. There's no more oh, trying things that don't work. You guys, business ownership, and you all know this, changes all the time and you try something and it doesn't work and then you try it again and it doesn't work and you try it again and it works a little bit but not great and you think oh wow this is going to take me forever and you know what it is just meant to be a journey I look at my business and the growth of my business and the shifts that it has gone through over the last 58 months and know that it's never going to be a direct line right? It is, there's a lot of zigzags. There's a lot of like trip fall, dust myself off, trip fall, dust myself off. And so I want to encourage you that if you're at the beginning of this journey and you think, holy smoke, she's almost five years in, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it is. It is. And you can get there, but don't expect yourself to create perfection from the very beginning. Don't hold so tightly to something that you think has to be the way it is as you move through your journey. I'm now 87 episodes deep in this podcast when I'm recording this today. And I remember that it took me almost, almost four years before I pulled the trigger and actually started the podcast. I wanted to, you guys, I had a, I had a microphone sitting at the bottom of my shelf. I had figured out the music, the intro music that we know and love today. I had purchased that and I had written intro after intro after intro. And it took a long time for me to get brave enough to feel like 
there was messaging here that you wanted to hear. So all this to say, all this to say is that whether you're at the beginning, whether you're at two years in, or whether you're farther down the path than I am, we all know as business owners, we're going to have to continue to live our lives, right? Our lives come first. Those kids of mine, they're not babies anymore, you guys. I have, oh my goodness, this week, as of this week, I now have two teenagers in the house. Two teenagers. One that would be considered a preteen and one who is about to be double digits. That's a far cry from those little kindergarten, little, little preschool, and a big baby and a little baby that I had when I first moved to Texas. But along the path of them growing up and getting, leaning into maybe their personalities and growing and thriving in their lives, I've done the same in my business. I've done the same in my motherhood journey. Time doesn't stand still, right? And you can look back with nostalgia, but also I never want to look back with regret. And so I don't, I've put my heart and soul into this business. And I will continue to do that because it fires my soul. It is absolutely critical to, critical to my well-being to build this business, despite the fact that some days it feels incredibly difficult. And so I hope that this gives you a little peek into who I am, where I came from, but also gives you a little peek into you can do this too. You can get to the point that you're, you know, five years into your business, almost 90 episodes deep in a podcast. I think I've had 42 coaching clients now. Um, that's not right. 42 coaching clients plus whatever group work I've done. And I've been on 55 different podcasts as a guest. That's the reality but you just start at the beginning. You start at month one, week one, day one. No matter whether your kids are brand new tiny humans or they're teenagers or they're out of the house, you are capable of creating whatever it is you wanna create. And what you think you wanna to create today probably won't look much like what you create five years from now, but it doesn't matter. You're capable of being a badass boss, making a profit and growing the life that is super important to you. So with that, I'll sign off and we'll talk more profit next week. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time at the She Needs Grit podcast. I would be ever so grateful if you would be able to leave me a review or share this episode with somebody that you know needs to listen to these lessons as well. Thank you so much.